You're listening to the Binge Media Podcast Network on BingeMedia.net. And now, Binge Views. Skip it, stream it, see it, Binge Views. It's time for Binge Views. Raw, grilling, catchy on some new Welcome to Binge Views, everybody. I'm BingeMedia.net. I'm Alex and Sarah, and I'm here with Mr. Chad C. What's going on, buddy? Hey, buddy. What's up? Uh, well, not too much. Uh, for those that don't know or returning for another time, Binge Views is Binge Media's weekly look at new releases in theaters. However, it's a pretty fucking shitty month. So, yeah. we're going to do Chad's top... How many of these we have? Oh, we're not going to do a number. That's right. <laughs> we, yeah. we literally just talked about this. We're going to do a 2022 movie preview coming out uh, in theaters, hopefully. Hopefully none of these get pulled. Some of them uh, not. I'm, I'm Some sure, streaming. sure we're going to hear a lot more details on those. But, uh, yeah, we have we have a couple of handful of movies here to, to preview for this coming year. And um, you know what? Uh, I'm half excited about it. So yeah, looking, looking, just by titles alone, some good ones. I know which ones I'm going to be going. Well, I know which ones I'm not going to be going to. Let's put it that way. Hmm. So do they wear capes and fly around and have space battles? Oh no, those are amazing movies. Okay, oh. so what do you want to start with? A cape? <laughs> so yeah, I mean, we can let's. Uh, I mean, yeah, we probably will. Um, yeah, I had just I sent you a pretty blanket list of just the ones I, I just you know I did a little research here. Obviously, I don't have to do a ton because I work around this shit every day. But I just listed like the main ones that I think would be inter- of interest to the the binge verse for the most part. And and then yeah, I'll, I'll touch on all of mine that are uh, you know easily my most anticipated. But of course, as you said, we're still in the middle of a pandemic. Shit is ever changing. Some of these could get moved. I mean, we're going to talk about some of these. Top Gun Maverick was supposed to come out in 2020, and here we are, and it's still not yet. Should have already had a commentary for that done. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. So, yeah, I mean, obviously all this is subject to change. Um, A lot of these as well toward the end of my list are uh, undated right now, or, yeah, they just don't have a release date. So, um, yeah, some of these might get pushed into 2023. Who fucking knows? But, uh, yeah, this is a... We had what fucking like three wide releases in January this year. We took a little break, and we'll get back to it uh, next week. So, all right, let's let's kick this off. Um, well, I don't see I'm Matrix gonna... Five on here. So, what's going on with that? Oh yeah, I don't. I think that that bomb of uh, Resurrections uh, pretty much <laughs> stamped stuff. that never happening ever again. Wait, did you wind up seeing that? Or uh, I still haven't seen it. Oh, you still no, haven't seen it? no. But it made like thirty five million dollars total. Like that's just not a bomb in the <laughs> pandemic. That's just a huge bomb, a bomb. Like in general, <laughs> just an enormous bomb. <laughs> but yeah, let's fucking start. In uh, speaking of Warner Brothers, that's who released The Matrix. Their last uh, day and date movie of last year was The Matrix. Mm-hmm. And let's kick it off with The Batman in March. We just got war. Well, if you're listening to this, mm-hmm. tickets on sale February 10th. So it's out there. They are moving forward with this. This movie is not getting moved unless something just drastically changes in the next like week, which I don't see that happening. They announced tickets are on sale. So yeah, this is Matt Reeves, the Batman. Um, mm-hmm. 
Um, you and I are really not the the superhero guys on this network, but I am fucking Batman is my shit. I was my favorite superhero as a kid. I fucking loved him. Uh, I I don't know. I don't really see Batman as a superhero. He's just a fucking detective that wears a mask and just human and shit. Um, I'm a big Robert Pattinson fan based on his last ten years of work. Oh yeah. Uh, yeah, Matt Reeves got everything going for it. You're you're pumped for this too, or are you? I'm a, yeah, I'm a, I'm a Matt Reeves guy, so that that's mm-hmm. what's bringing me into it. I want to see sure. what he does in this kind of atmosphere, mm-hmm. for sure. Yeah, Paul Dano, of course. Yeah, Colin Farrell. Mm-hmm. Now it is two hours and fifty five minutes. How do you feel about that? Two hours and fifty five minutes. You said two hours and fifty five mm-hmm. minutes before trailers. So yeah, that's that's the actual just runtime of the movie. There. Um. <laughs> let's see. <laughs> I, I typically don't get put off by runtimes. Sure. Okay. So you're, uh, you're yeah, it, it, that's fine for me. It it, it it comes into play after I've seen it, you know? Mm-hmm. So Yeah. I think with this movie, too, it's like there's just so much unknown with it. Like It sounds like it's, what, year two of Batman. Uh, and he's got quite a few villains in it, too. Catwoman, Riddler, and the Penguin are all in this. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I don't know. Get a little origin story for the most part. Oh, yeah, I'm, I'm excited. I had one of those. Awesome. No. Yeah. Well, not even an origin story. Just more. Yeah, if we see the fucking his parents get get killed again for like I the 400 can't wait to see time. that again. I've only been <laughs> seeing that since I was fucking 10 years old. It's not like uh, that's going here. But, yeah. Oh, is this going to be a darker take on the Batman series? <laughs> Shut the fuck up, people! I'm sorry. I got to be. Uh, I don't. I don't want. I don't want to get that toxic fan base after me. So let's move on. Okay. So yeah, that's that's in March. I'll, I'll just touch on a couple here in March, and then we can go to the next month. Um, another uh, X is a movie. It's an A24 horror movie from nice. director. That's your shit. Yep, it's director Ty West, who uh, I haven't seen him in a while now. No, he's exactly. He hasn't directed. I was looking before. He hasn't directed a movie in quite a little while. He's been acting here and there, but um, I mean, he has some TV series huh. here and there. And then his last actual movie was yeah, twenty sixteen in Valley of Violence uh, that he directed. I mean, he's famous for uh, House of the Devil, Innkeepers, The Sacrament, a lot of indie sure. horror movies, and this yep. looks right up that alley. Um, very, very Texas Chainsaw vibes from this this trailer um, set in. An abandoned country house. They're shooting a porn, I believe. Mm-hmm. And uh, two old curmudgeon people that live in this house uh, maybe have some ulterior motives. I don't know. It looks pretty fun. And yeah, I'm excited for it. Good trailer. So that's that one. And then we have another A24 movie the week after that, which I don't know if you've seen the trailer for this one. Everything, everywhere, all at once. I don't think so, no. So yeah, this is this is a movie from the Daniels who did uh, Swiss Army Man a few years back. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. This this trailer kind of puts the whole multiverse in Doctor Strange. It seems like the shame here because this is this movie looks really bonkers. Uh, it's got uh, Michelle Yeoh in it, Jamie Lee Curtis, Jenny Slate. Um, she's playing a Chinese immigrant that. From the plot synopsis, says she's swept up in an insane adventure where she alone can save the world by exploring other universes, connecting with the lives she could have led. So it's like going all multiverse <laughs> shit, and she, yeah, and she like <laughs> she knows kung fu, and she's like kicking people's asses. It looks, it almost looks like a mixture of like Sorry to Bother You mixed with Doctor Strange or something. Like it, it just looks really wild. Nice. And uh, great trailer, got five million views in like one month. So a little awareness for this A twenty four movie, but yeah, that's. That rounds out March. Mm-hmm. 
go to April. Um, this is this might be this is easily top three most anticipated of the year. The Northmen from Robert Eggers. He directed The Witch. He directed uh, fucking The Lighthouse, which mm-hmm. is one of my favorite movies, mm-hmm. uh, twenty nineteen. Uh, we got Alexander Skarsgård, Anya Taylor Joy, Nicole Kidman here. It's just a fucking Viking epic that looks great. Trailer, another great trailer here. Uh, really? I, all you got to do is say Robert Eggers, and I'm probably in, in the theater. So, oh yeah, yeah. He's he's just he's one of my favorite guys right now. Yeah, and him and Ari Aster. Huge, I know you're a huge uh, Lighthouse fan. Oh yeah, Lighthouse. I've watched that movie like a hundred times in the last few years. It's fucking amazing. Another Robert Pattinson vehicle. Yep. Uh, yeah, Northman easily on the the top top three to five most anticipated. I would say watch that trailer if you haven't. Uh, Why does one Viking have braces on though? I, like, I, don't <laughs> <know>. <laughs> I don't know. Just just the thumbnail of the trailer is hilarious because it's a Viking screaming, but he's got braces on. It's like you know, it's hmm. not all that scary. It's not that intimidating. You got braces on. Yeah, I have a feeling that that's going to... Because the trailer kind of sells it as this big, epic Viking movie, which it probably definitely has parts of that, but it's probably going to piss people off because they're going to go in expecting this just all-out war the whole time, and Eggers is a fucking weirdo, and he's going to, you know, do something sub- a little different. That... He's going to subvert the, uh, the expectations. Yeah, exactly. the... For the, sure, yeah. This, the normal this is shit just... you would expect. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, and this is... Easily his biggest budget he's received so far. This is a focus feature. This isn't actually A24. Um, but yeah, off those two, he, he got this. And let's see what he does with it. So pretty excited. That same weekend, uh, we talked about this on the fall movie. No, what was it? I don't know. Maybe the CinemaCon wrap-up when I was uh, at your place. The yep. Unbearable Weight of Massive Talent. Mm-hmm. Uh, another fucking great trailer. I might say that a lot this show. It's Nicolas Cage playing himself. And going to a fucking like billionaire's super fan's house and <laughs> ends up having to be an informant for the CIA and I don't know it just looks right up my alley and uh, I'm fucking pumped for it so yeah good cast too uh, does this Pascal. seem like one of those things because we mentioned in our uh, pig review or at least when we detailed it in the uh, top films of uh, 2021. Mm-hmm. When he wants to be good, like he's fucking great. Is this does this seem like a movie that he wants to be good in? I think so, right? Probably I mean, yeah. he's playing himself, or exactly at least, yeah. you know, some version <laughs> of him, so he's gonna fucking put everything into it. Uh huh. Yeah. I mean, it, the, the fucking the, the trailer. Tiffany Haddish is like talking to Ike Barinholtz about like, have you seen Croods too? And he's like, I've seen Face Off in this. I don't. What is it? I don't need to see. I'm 40 years old. Uh, very uh, self-referential. Self exactly. Very self-referentially. Um, so yeah, <laughs> it looks fun. I am there for it. So, um, the summer, the summer's a little weird, man. We can just, we can just glance over a lot of these. They kind of go without saying. Doctor Strange. Well, I is it weird? Just, uh, is it lack of you know? Big no, it's just or something like that. No, or? it's it's that's all it is. Is big. Oh, okay. Movies, pretty see. much. You know, gotcha. We got Doctor Strange and Top Gun in May. Um. Of course, I'm excited for those. I will watch those movies. I still haven't seen Spider-Man, though, so I don't feel very comfortable talking about Doctor Strange right now. I mean, it's Sam Raimi's directing it. Uh, That alone gets me in the theater, plus it looks like a weird horror movie and shit. Mm -hmm. Uh, I'm going to watch Spider-Man this week, so I'll have that checked off finally. Um, Yeah, Top Gun Maverick. I'm not a huge Top Gun fan, but it's the new Top Gun movie. I'll watch that for sure. June, we have The Black Phone. That is uh, Scott Derrickson in... uh, See Robert Cargill, Masa Worm from Ain't It Cool News. His, yeah, 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 yeah. Sure. Like, yeah, they're they did Sinister together. Doc, mm-hmm. The original Doctor Strange. Yep. Uh, this is Ethan Hawke 
looks really creepy horror movie. Uh, that that looks pretty fun. Uh, what else we got? I mean, you get like in June alone. There's like Jurassic World Dominion. A lot of the like Lightyear. I'm not gonna. I'll just we can just briefly touch on yeah, what's to come. But I'm, I'm not gonna go that that deep. That deep in the peewee? Is that is that what? what that is? Mm-mm. Not on this show. Um, moving on to July, yeah, with Thor: Love and Thunder, Taika Waititi, of course, the Bullet Train. This is a a little not too talked about movie. Do you know much about this at all? No, I don't. Tell me. So this is yeah, David Leach is the director of this, who you know famously helped write like fight choreography for John Wick. He directed. Oh, okay, uh, that's why I know that name. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, he directed Atomic Blonde. Um, Mm-hmm. A couple of other action movies. Uh, it's got. Let's, I'm gonna pull. I had. We had some uh, technical difficulties before. I had all these fucking pages pulled up, and now I don't. So I'm gonna See, do a little know. good audio here. Listeners didn't know about technical difficulties. Now no. they do. Look at you. Well, you Look know at what? You. Pull, pull I like back to keep the it. Exactly. You know, yeah, keep... Are, were you looking for the cast? Because I have it up. Because it's pretty fucking stacked. I love this oh, yeah. cast. Brad Pitt. Yeah. Brad go for Pitt, it. Sandra Bullock. Zazzy Beats. My girl. Aaron mm-hmm. Taylor Johnson, Joey King, Brian Tyree Henry, Michael Shannon. Yeah, yeah, great cast. Pretty it's, fucking great. The, the plot synopsis is broken down. I, th- I believe this is based off a, either a graphic novel or a book. Uh, it's five assassins board a fast-moving bullet train to find out the missions. They all have something in common, and from what I gathered, they all end up. Uh, it becomes you know one setting on this bullet. Tr- this is train, fucking bullet train, and uh, only one of them survives. Is, is what I, I've gathered. So, yeah, it sounds like it'd just be a fun. Action sounds great, movie. yeah, man, know. yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Sounds like a good time. Yep, yeah, I'm there for it. And it says Brad Pitt did all of his own stunts. Fucking look oh, at that. Look at this God. guy. Not what bad for sixty. <laughs> That's right. Um, it's not the only Brad Pitt movie we'll talk about. Uh, nope. This is uh, of course the Jordan. Yeah, <laughs> that's a PWC story. Jordan hey, Pete, Pete, nope. nope. <laughs> yeah, so this is Jordan Peele's third directorial effort after he gave us Get Out and Us. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm gonna pull this fucking. I, I gotta pull up more IMDb pages. Okay, I got it up. I'm psyched. It's, yeah, it's Stephen Yun, mm-hmm. Kaluuya. Kaluuya's back, right? Who's the Who's the female? I can't remember off the top of my head. Uh, Kiki Palmer. Kiki Palmer. Yep. Okay. So yeah, not a lot is known about this. Uh, there's just like a poster of like a balloon in the air that says mm-hmm. nope or whatever. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's Jordan Peele. He seems to be already just after two movies kind of event cinema. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, he's he's a director that you say from Jordan Peele. People are going to be there, it seems like. So it's just sure. exciting. <laughs> Who would have fucking thought it? But yeah, I, I'm I'm excited for that for sure. Did you like us? I did. I didn't love yeah. it. I liked it out more than us, but I still liked us. Yeah, I, I didn't love it, but there's definitely some issues. But overall, mm-hmm. I, I had a good time with it. Sweet. Um, August and September is pretty bare, uh, right now. I mean, end of July, there's Black Adam, The Rock. I mean, July is going to be filled with fucking, you know, minions, those type of movies for the masses, not necessarily the binge, the binge verse. Mm -hmm. Uh, then we get into the fall. We've got Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse, the, uh, sequel to the Spider-Verse original, which I fucking loved and did not expect anything going into it and really, really enjoyed that movie. Have you ever watched, have you watched Spider-Verse yet? Is that the animated one? The animated mm-hmm. one? Yeah. Yeah, I haven't seen it. <laughs> yeah, I didn't think you had. <laughs> it's good, man. It's fucking really, really good. I did, yeah. Weird theater experience that I had with that one, but I, I, I'm still very excited for that. It's like part one as well, so there's going to be a part two and yeah. multiples mm-hmm. to that. Cool. Uh, of course, the Halloween ends the wrap-up 
there. I know the second one's pretty mixed, how people thought about it, but I'll be interested to see how they wrap it all up here. Just started filming a few weeks ago, I, I saw. Nice. Um, November, we have The Fablemans. Do you know much about this one? I don't. This is uh, Spielberg's, like, passion, one of his passion projects. He... I'm sorry. It's just Spielberg and Passion Projects. It's like, all right, this is going to be good for a fucking nap. I'm not a big Spielberg fan anymore. Okay, I didn't realize this about you. Um, I guess the movie homework that we did on Spielberg, I sat that one out, didn't I? Um, I believe you did. I did. Uh, I think Pete subbed in. Yeah, so this is like based on his childhood, I believe. Um, It's got a really great cast. Michelle Williams is playing his mother. Paul Dano is playing his father. Seth Rogen is like playing his favorite uncle. Uh, This is like his first writing credit since AI, artificial intelligence as well. Really? It's been a fucking long time. I didn't realize that either. Don't say. Yeah, he's just been directing and producing. Uh, I don't know. It, it, It... Spielberg is, of course, a legendary director in this. Uh, it seems pretty interesting, and if he seems that passionate about it, I will watch this for sure. So, yeah, I'm be interested to see what he does. Cool. Going into December, it would be your. I'd be a little. Do we think this movie's coming out? Actually, Avatar two. No, I'm gonna say no. <laughs> I, I, I'll believe it when I see the first trailer or something because mm-hmm. it's been on the release calendar every year for the last what six, and then. Once they start coming out, they're supposed to come out Avatar 2 through 5, five I believe, yeah, in yeah, subsequent years. He's mm-hmm. filmed them all together. I don't fucking know if this is coming out, but I've learned to never doubt Cameron because, of course, is anybody excited for Avatar? Because slap you around with his cinematic dick, and they just show you his <laughs> box office receipts. <laughs> exactly. <yeah>, exactly. <laughs> I mean, I, I, me personally, I mean, I, I saw Avatar in the theater. I Same, remember yeah, thinking yeah. it was 3D. I was like, oh, that was, that was a kind of a cool like uh, experience. And I've never watched Avatar since. <laughs> um, I've watched it a few times afterwards. And it's, yeah. you know, it, you knew that af- going into it, you knew it was going to be a very familiar story. And then leaving mm-hmm. it, you're like, that was amazing visually. But mm-hmm. it's that same story that we all fucking know. Exactly. Yeah. And so... With this, though, it seems like he's like a, creating a whole new technology and whatever else. It's If it actually comes out, 2009 was the original Avatar, right? So we've got fucking yeah. 13 years later. Does anyone really care? Probably not. But like I said, I've learned to not doubt that guy because he just, he just randomly will just put out fucking gold. I don't know. It's Cameron, so I would be remiss not to talk about that. Well, um, I'm going to Orlando in a couple of days, and I'm going to go mm-hmm. to Animal Kingdom and visit Pandora. So I'll let you know mm-hmm. if it's out by then. Okay, okay. Good I think call. they're going to show it to people this week. Do you think you're going to like get a fucking ponytail and like hook that up to something? You and Pete together? Fucking... Bro, you haven't seen me in a couple months. I got a ponytail already. Isn't that how they fucked, right? They like hooked up their ponytails or something? Yeah, they ponytail locked, yeah. I fucking remember. It's, it's PG-13, but... Mm-hmm. Uh... <laughs> okay. Um, December also has Babylon, which is Mr. Damien Giselle's new movie. Oh, okay. Uh, of course, Whiplash is a fucking mm-hmm. amazing movie. I know La La Land is kind of split between these the, the binge verse. Did you mm-hmm. end up? Did you like La La Land or did you not? Like, I know Law hated it. Um, I didn't hate it. No, I, I was just, I, but I was annoyed by it. No. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck it, I hated yeah. it. <laughs> it might as well be right if you're just annoyed by it the whole time. It's true. It's true. Uh, yeah, his last movie was First Man in 2018. Kind of just came and went with Gosling, which. 
I was not a huge fan of that movie. I was very disappointed by it. Uh, Wait, but which this one, has, which one again? Uh, First Man. Oh, for, yeah, yeah, yeah. That was, gotcha. Yeah, about Gosling. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, Go to the Moon. This is this is another. It's Brad Pitt again. Uh, Toby Maguire is in the uh, the cast, and Margot Robbie. And I mean, it's got a, Olivia Wilde. Look at this, Margot Robbie and not Margot Robbie. Smart Dude, Olivia. what is going on? Gene what? Smart, huh. Eric Roberts, Mike Jones is in this movie. Uh, got a really good cast, and it, there's not a lot known about it. It's supposed to be taking like a period set Hollywood movie. Mm-hmm. Um, all the cast photos you see look. You know, it pretty in, in line with that. So, I don't know. I think Giselle is another one of those uh, unique, younger fucking. You know, Whiplash came out and then Line got all the buzz and yeah, yeah, yeah. He's a hot, hot name, hot commodity. So agreed. I will agreed. will be interested for that. I'm, I'm very interested in this period in time for uh, Hollywood. I like mm-hmm. early Hollywood. I like the uh, the. I don't know. There was just a lot of criminal factors going on behind the scenes and stuff. So I'm really mm-hmm. interested in that. Um, I just don't – is there any – because it says plot unknown on IMDb. I just wonder if there's any kind of – outside of just it being set in Hollywood and like the golden age of Hollywood, if there was any other inklings as to what the plot is or anything. No, Yeah, not, not that I'm Nothing, aware of, huh? no. Wow. Yeah, it's it's very, very under wraps. Um, yeah, I don't know. I it just it just sounds fucking. It's gonna be obviously it's gonna be playing at Oscars. I mean, it's, I think it's a Christmas Day release, so I mean, this is pretty much a shoe. Oh yeah, and Hollywood's gonna eat all this. that. This, this already has Oscar buzz. I don't know if you know yeah, that. No, it, yeah, exactly. It totally We're, does. I think it might get January. it this year. Don't fucking count it out. <laughs> it, it might win it. Just might win it. It, it might. <laughs> um, so that kind of wraps up like the dated movies. Other than that, I mean, for sequels and other shit here this year, I, I'm not even gonna like touched literally downton abbey new era there's that uh sonic the hedgehog 2 is this year morbius we've got that the flash aquaman 2 black panther wakanda forever possibly that's you know it's it, it they've had to push production back multiple times on it it's been filming mm-hmm. but like the main star got heard of it uh i can't think of her name uh i can't think of her name Kiki Palmer? Letitia Wright. Letitia oh. Wright, I think. She, like, broke her hand or something, so they had to suspend shooting for, like, six weeks. And then Creed Three is also going to be this year. Yes. So that's kind of, like, the big, big-budget uh, sequels and, and shit. Um, the rest of these movies we're going to talk about are all, like I said, they're undated right now. And most of them should be this year. There's one in particular that I don't know it might get pushed into 2023. Uh, we can start with that one. That is David Fincher's The Killer. Mm-hmm. Um, this is a Netflix movie with Michael Fassbender. And I believe Tilda Swinton. Um, I don't know. All you got to do is say Fincher, and of course I'm there. Where the fuck has Fassbender been? But yeah, I don't know. He's, he's not been doing a lot, right? Doesn't seem so. Wonder, what is his last movie? Yeah, I'm gonna look right now. Um, X Men 2019. Oh, okay. Taking some time off. Been a little break. So this is based off a graphic novel as well. Uh, but. Fincher going back to serial killer seven vibes. I don't know. Sounds pretty cool. An assassin who begins to psychologically crack as he develops a conscience, even as his clients continue to demand his skills. Mm, Okay. Okay. No, sounds right. That that, that one might, I think they're still filming in its production. So who knows that that might get pushed into 2023 at some point. Right, right, right. If it does come out, of course. Uh, uh, Let's see here. What else we got? We've got the bubble. Can't wait till Law and I scream at each other about this one on air. (laughs) 
like we did with his last movie. <laughs> Mink? Oh, yeah. That was like a four-person. It was a four-way. It was like you and I liked that, and Pete and Law hated it. It was like two versus two on the pinch cast. Uh, okay, let's get into the next one here. Uh, the Bubble. This is Judd Apatow uh, wrote and directed this one. Now, Apatow's directorial efforts, they've kind of fallen a little bit. Like, mm-hmm. I didn't hate The King of Staten Island. I thought it was fine. Yeah, yeah. The train too. wreck, train wreck. Mm, I wasn't a huge fan of that. No, it sucks. But in, in the, the plot synopsis of this movie, also, I'm kind of like over the whole shit. You know, fucking pandemic. We all are. The fucking Zoom movies and this movie, and it's all the same shit. We've been living it for the last two years. But something about Apatow in this the, the, the synopsis is a, follows a group of actors and actresses stuck inside a pandemic bubble at a hotel attempting to complete a film. At so, least that's part of it, though. You know what I mean? Like, they're trying to accomplish something. Yeah. Despite yeah. And I think, the, the bubble or whatever. Yeah, and I think with Avatar too, there will be some shenanigans and shit at this hotel that go down. And, I don't know, like, maybe the production's getting all fucked up. Right, uh, right, right. You got Pedro Pascal, Karen Gillan, Leslie Mann, David Duchovny, Keegan-Michael Key, Fred Armisen, uh, Maria Bakalova from Borat last year. So, I don't know. I, it's Apatow, so I, I'm going to give him the benefit of the doubt for the most part. Sounds, uh... Yeah, he's done way more good than bad, so... Exactly. I, exactly. I agree with you. Yep. Um, some other streaming movies here. We've got Evil Dead Rise, which is going to HBO Max at some point. That doesn't have a date. Uh, it's totally different. Uh, the plot synopsis for this is a twisted tale of two estranged sisters whose reunion is cut short by the rise of flesh-possessing demons thrusting them into a primal battle for survival. Oh, fuck yeah. Um, this is, like, taking place in the city as well. It's not supposed to be in a cabin like the other hmm. Evil Dead movies. Mm-hmm. I've heard it's batshit crazy from the test screenings they've had for it. Mm-hmm. Which mm-hmm. Is Evil Dead. I actually like the 2013 Evil Dead remake. Uh, it's not like the OG Evil Dead movies, right. but it's totally different and it's fucking crazy. So, yeah, Evil Dead is one of my favorite horror franchises ever, so I will watch that regardless. Uh, we got another streaming called Prey. This is going to be on Hulu at some point this year. This is like the Predator origin story. What? Uh, really? Yeah. It's, shit. it's the origin story set in the world of the Comanche Nation 300 years ago. Come on. A, skill, a skilled female warrior fights to protect her tribe against one of the first highly evolved predators to land on Earth. The... Uh, I love the OG Predator with Arnold. That's, uh... It, action movie fucking icon i fucking love yeah. it uh the last few predators of course i haven't been like robert rodriguez i thought was pretty mad and then the one what was it called just the predator a few years ago I was the predator pretty, yeah. yeah pretty lukewarm on shane black came back and uh-huh. i just thought it was kind of dumb but this actually, is dan Tra- I actually like them both yeah they're... i don't think they're perfect by any means but i think they're decent entries i mean no i don't think they're bad movies but i yeah i don't love them by yeah any means. they're just not as dynamic as I mean, classic as the original but mm-hmm. they're come on anything's better than that second one that second one is fucking terrible man the danny glover one yeah oh god <laughs> i say i don't even remember much of it like at all <laughs> i kind of blocked it out it's uh aliens vs. brothers my personal favorite but yeah <laughs> yeah, Dan Trachtenberg is the director here who did mm-hmm. Ten Cloverfield Lane. He did the uh, uh, what's the episode of uh, Black Mirror with uh, uh, Playtest? Playtest, yeah, yeah. yeah Playtest. That's one of the I, I really like that episode. I like uh, that episode too. Yeah, and so yeah, his name alone is really my uh, excitement for this. So we'll see what he does with it. Going to be on Hulu at some point. Doesn't have a date, but 
that's on the list. Yeah, I'm down. Yeah. And we got a couple more here. Knives Out 2. That's going to oh, be on Netflix nice. at, some, at some point. It's got a really? way bigger. Not getting yep. a uh, big release, huh? Or at the actual so, well, this is the big thing right now. There's a lot of behind-the-scenes talks with these studios because another one of these movies I'm going to talk about in a minute is an Apple release with... Uh, there's They're getting more and more... Um, it, it seems some of these are going to be going the, the route of the two- to three-week window, it sounds like, and then going to these streamers. Oh, okay. Yeah, there's a little bit more incentive, and I don't know. These are all discussions that have just not stopped going on for the past few years and seeing what the best release strategies are, what these... I mean, Warner Brothers did their whole day and date last year. HBO mm-hmm. Max, we were well aware of that, a movie a month. And at the end of the year, the two highest streamed movies on that that were the most successful for them were their two of their first ones, Mortal Kombat and Godzilla vs. Kong. And that was back mm-hmm. in March and April last yeah. year. And then the rest of them throughout the year just were kind of meh, and they didn't really drive subscribers for them. So, huh, okay. yeah, it's a very it's a fluid thing, man. Everything we're talking about with these release windows and strategies, it's, it's going to be evolving for the next two, three years. We're not going to really know what it's like for, you know, I guess, it's, it's continuously evolving. Um so Knives Out 2, yeah. It's, it, it, obviously, the first one was a huge box office success. made like $450 million, but Ryan Johnson only negotiated that with Lionsgate for a one-picture deal, and that's when the next... It did so well, he sold the Knives Out 2 and 3 to Netflix. But they would be fucking really dumb to not do a theatrical release because, like I said, it was like $480 million domestic, I think, or something like that. Mm-hmm. It, was, it was a huge number domestically for a very original movie. Uh, it was also so, yeah, a movie I, like for an original... Like, for an original film, like you're saying, that I remember people talking a lot about. Like, there was a lot of chatter about Knives Out. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it came out Thanksgiving week of, what, 2019? Mm -hmm. And, yeah, it carried throughout the whole holiday season. It was a big big hit. So, yeah, people are obviously... I think the only returning cast member is... uh, Benoit Blanc, or not, is that his name, right? Yeah, Daniel Craig's character. Mm-hmm. Um, and so he's the only one. That, it's set in Greece. Dave Bautista's in it. It's not another huge cast. But Netflix has been doing the full, like, they've been doing a seven-day window with all their movies, like even Army of the Dead had that. I think they'll, they might end up extending that a couple weeks for this one. It doesn't have a date either. It'll probably be November, December. Um, but yeah, Knives Out 2. How do you think Pete feels about Dave Bautista? Do you think he hates him? <laughs> is, he, is there a gag reflex going on? Probably. He's yeah. got a, he's got a big bulky bulky juice HGH head like <laughs> and, Yeah and Cena. Yeah. Cena's got that yeah, the big old giant head. So he's like, Oh fuck this wrestler. He doesn't deserve this. All right, let me ask him real quick, but go ahead. Um, okay. Next one is another Netflix movie. A couple streamers here. Netflix movie called Blonde. This is Andrew Dominic's return after two documentaries and his first actual movie since uh killing them softly in 2012 hmm. yeah of course assassination of jesse james is probably his most well-known movie chopper he's on that as well oh, this is chopper. the chronicle of the life of marilyn monroe um and on the honor the oh, god damn it i can't talk huh onto the armis is playing the <laughs> is playing norma jean marilyn monroe adrian brody bobby cannavale scoot mcnary Der- garrett dillahunt uh this has an nc-17 rating have you seen any of the stuff with this movie like what all the the controversy around it no what's going on yeah so he made he says there's like hardly any dialogue in this movie he's he's told a couple of outlets that this will be one of the top 10 like best movies of all time 
okay. And it's gotten an NC-17 rating from Netflix because it apparently really delves into her like personal life. Uh, there's a rape, I guess, in it, in a scene involving bloody cunnilingus. Is <laughs> the description? Yes, so it's like I a, can fucking a, have to see this. This is on my top 2020, 2022 <laughs> movie preview, and I did just literally just learned about it because some dude gets his fucking red wings. I love it. Uh, yeah, so it sounds sounds pretty 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 wild, pretty wild time. And Dominic's a weird guy, and. Hey, top ten movie of all time. So, high praise there, Andrew Dominic. Got two more. Got two more on this list. All right. Uh, we've got another A24 movie from another one of uh, my favorite directors of the last few years. Mr. Ari Aster mm -hmm. is back. Mr. Midsommar and Hereditary. Mm -hmm. He's uh, teamed up with Joaquin Phoenix this time. Uh, it's, it's He's playing like a... It says the plot synopsis is a decade-spanning portrait of one of the most successful entrepreneurs of all time. It's all that's known about it. It's got Amy Ryan in the cast and Parker Posey and James Gandolfini's son, Michael. Uh, Nathan Lane. Uh, I don't know. You, you fucking, all you have to do is say it's the guy who made Hereditary and Midsommar. Like, right, sure. Yeah, cool. absolutely. Cool. Watch it. So he, he, he's, his name's right there with Robert Eggers with me. These are two. They've made two movies. And I've loved both of their movies, and uh, I'm there regardless. So it uh, does not have a date. I assume it's probably the fall of this year as well. Do you get any kind of I, – I just thought about this. But do you get any, like, Denny Louis vibe, but not De Denny Louis, but <laughs> Denny Villeneuve vibes from uh, Ari Aster? Like, early Denny vibes? Like, obviously, this guy's got – he's got a lot to say. He's very talented visually. You know, like he knows how to um, how to make an interesting like visual story. Mm -hmm. I don't know. I, I just get uh, every time I, I like Ari Aster's name comes up, I always think about Denny Villeneuve for some reason. Never heard that, but okay. not okay. just be just because you know they they starting from like the independent circuit and then moving no. their way up. And I mean, I can't think of a movie that Denny's done that I haven't liked. You know that kind of yeah. thing. Sure, absolutely. Yeah, he's been a thousand. I fucking love Denny. Is there um, any rumors to who the entrepreneur is? Not that I'm aware of, at least. Okay. No, no. I think it, it 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 it's obviously there's undertones of like a horror thriller in there as well. I think mm -hmm. uh, is what I've gathered, but yeah, I, I don't know much other than that. So yeah, it says um, uh, in the trivia it says initially described by Ari as a four hour long nightmare comedy, which I'm totally for. <laughs> I'm in. Yep. This last movie was a fucking horror movie in the daylight. So, mm -hmm. all right. And then this is my easily, easily most anticipated movie of the year. Got my probably he's my favorite director uh, working. Mm -hmm. you, got, you get you get PTA Tarantino right there, but of course it's fucking Scorsese. Uh, this is Killers of the Flower Moon. Oh, yeah. This is an Apple release, but I think he negotiated a theatrical exclusivity as well for this for a few weeks uh, tragedy macbeth was an apple release that just had the same thing a couple mm -hmm. two three weeks so this is gonna have at some point this this uh production budget on this was like 275 million <laughs> they gave him it's like <laughs> it's like it was a not irishman all over again netflix mm -hmm. is like hey we'll give you all the money to make this apple's like hey come over here <laughs> we'll give you all the money uh 
he's re, he's reteamed with DiCaprio and he's got De Niro in this. I, I mean, his his two you know most <laughs> worked with actors. Jesse Plemons is in this. Brendan Fraser, Lithgow. Uh, based on a book, I've never read the book. I've only heard good things. People people love this book. It is uh, plot synopsis is members of the Osage tribe in the United States are murdered under mysterious circumstances in the 1920s, sparking a major FBI investigation involving J. Edgar Hoover. So it's weird because fucking DiCaprio played Hoover too. He did. He played Edgar. Yep, that was the Clint Eastwood movie. I've still never seen that movie actually. Hmm. Um. So yeah, that's easily my most anticipated movie of the year. Fucking Scorsese. I'm there. Uh. Yeah. I think that kind of wraps up for the most part. Jurassic World Dominion, did I mention that? That comes out this year as well. Yeah, yeah, you uh, mentioned it in passing. Yeah. See, well, again, you got fucking Goldblum back with, with Sam Neill, Laura Dern. I, I've not liked either of the two uh, Chris Pratt <laughs> Jurassic World movies. This one looks like it's set in the winter. We saw a little bit at CinemaCon last year. They're like fucking dinosaurs in the Those snow. Winter dinos? Nice. Yeah, it sounds kind of... just. I'm, I love OG Jurassic Park so much, and seeing this cast back together will be enough to get me there. I'm not paying for it anyway, so, you know, fuck. It doesn't matter. I don't need to fucking be anticipated for any of these movies, but Dragon Camp. Um, yeah, that that kind of wraps it up. I don't know. Did you, did you see anything that stood out to you this year that, I don't know, that you were eagerly anticipating or i mean just based off of your list um of course the killers of the flower moon knives out too um uh the the unbearable weight looks mm-hmm. great uh black phone actually out of all of the ones that you talked about i'm i, I think i'm most intrigued for yeah uh, just because i did i didn't know anything about it and then when you mention Sinister and fucking Cargill and Ethan Hawke, and then I look at the poster, I'm just like, yeah, I'm fucking in, baby. Yeah. Did it's you good. watch the trailer yet? I haven't. No. I would. I, I would. I, it's a fucking creepy trailer, man. He's like a. He's playing like a like a hobo clown that like abducts kids and shit. Mm-hmm. And yeah, there's like a. He puts him in the basement, and there's like a black phone in the basement that. It's weird, yeah. It's I don't know. It looks really, really, really creepy and fun. So, God. Ethan Hawke looks like he's really, uh, really delved in it. And he doesn't he's play like a bad going guy for that it. much. Yeah, he doesn't yeah, play a bad awesome. guy too much. He's always like the good guy. So yeah, exactly. Yeah. Now, I mean, I'll watch it tomorrow. It's dark right now, but I'll watch it tomorrow which, morning. Which kind of sucks because now that we're talking about that, that was originally supposed to release this week, and then uh, early December was moved to June. So they must have some faith in it, though. Ju- a June release for a horror movie, it's sure. like the. Kind of the conjuring window there that end of June it's released a lot of the time, so yeah. I mean, obviously, like I'm more of the non IP guy, so I'm gonna go towards a lot of the stuff that is new to me that doesn't yeah. really have a lot of baggage to it, so um, that's just my style. So, uh, yeah, yeah Bullet Train, Bullet Train looks fucking cool. <laughs> After I say all that, and then I just name one that's based off a fucking graphic novel. Um, it looks cool. Yeah, no one looks cool. No one's read that fucking draft novel, though. I'm see, sorry. that's what I'm talking about. That's what I'm talking about. Uh, let's but see. yeah, I think I think yeah, 2022s. There's there's some good shit here for sure. Yeah, no, uh, there's a lot of good stuff here. I, I this is a fucking great list. I like it. Yeah, I think once we, of course, early year is always a little, you know, shitty. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're not gonna do a binge this week. You'll have to listen to the binge cast for. Jackass Forever and uh, Moonfall. We'll touch on yeah, those. Because we were going to talk about that this week on, on Binge Views. But... 
Yeah, we'll, we'll mix it up. I'll, I'll do it with Law. He needed yeah. he needed some friends. He needed some friends. You guys were abandoning him, so that's true. <laughs> um, that's true. Yeah, I th- yeah we we got a couple more next week for binge views. We'll we've got uh, the Death on the Nile, mm-hmm. uh, the sequel mm-hmm. to Murder on the Orient Express, which is I believe Law and I did. Yeah, 2017 was Murder on the Orient Express, yeah. so we we did that for binge views. So we'll get that. Uh, there's a new Liam Neeson action movie called Blacklight next week, which looks like every other Liam Neeson movie you've seen a thousand times. And uh, the Jennifer Lopez, Owen Wilson rom-com uh, Marry Me is next week. Oh. Uh, yeah, real, real clamoring to see all of those. What's but, Blacklight uh, about? <laughs> What's Blacklight about? I gotta know what this is. <laughs> he's like a fucking assassin. Of he's course. Like, yeah. he's, he's got some skills, bro. And, you know. <laughs> Are there a specific <laughs> set of skills? Probably. Okay, probably. good, good. All right, I'm in. Um, Rest of February, there's Uncharted, the based on the video game series. Uh, we've got Dog with Channing Tatum. Studio Six 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 is the Foo Fighters movie. It's like a little horror movie, and it's hmm. the studio is like possessed, and Dave Grohl gets possessed. It just looks like a tenacious D in the Pick of Destiny almost. Um, yeah, that's what it kind of wraps up February, and then yeah, once Batman that first week, uh, March fourth. So yeah, once that hits, it's kind of nonstop the rest of the year. Sweet. So yeah, I think we have a, we have a good list to go here with. Uh, most anticipated, and then yeah, binge views will be packed. It'll be hopping this year. So can't wait. Can't Maybe it's wait. better than the lot. It's gotta be gotta be better in twenty 2020 twenty and twenty twenty one, right? Right. Well, uh-huh. I, I I was thinking that also because th- this helps me at least wrap my head around uh the year of movies and like what mm-hmm. to expect coming out this year, and maybe that's just because like the last two years have been so fucking crazy, but mm-hmm. um. In your opinion, does it seem like we're getting a little bit more steady with releases and things like that? Something a little bit oh, more definitely. normal? Yeah. Oh, definitely. Yeah. yeah. I mean, just alone, honestly, since probably September, even August of last year, the, the, most studio outside of this month, of course, with Morbius moving to April, um, the studios seem pretty confident. It seems like most people, a lot, the majority of people are like, that are going to go to theaters are, are pretty comfortable going back at this point. Um, yeah, I think, I think that's really what matters for the studios keeping these, these movies on their dates. But like I said, shit's always ever changing. There, there are still, these have been very, the studios have wanted to do this for a long time. This, this testing the day and date stuff and mm-hmm, mm-hmm. seeing these windows, what works, what doesn't. So it's a perfect Clearly, opportunity for them to do it then. Yeah, exactly. It just the pandemic accelerated all that. It was coming at some point, but this just helped speed that up. So, yeah, I think we're we're in for. There's going to be a lot of weird testing shit for mm-hmm. for, however, for the next few years, and then we'll get a kind of consistent thing. I mean, Spider Man just proved alone that if you put a movie in theaters exclusively that people want to see, mm-hmm. they come out in droves because that movie is, I think, twenty five million away from being the number three highest grossing movie of all time. It's about to pass Avatar. So that kind of tells you all you need to know. Other than these people, theaters are dead. Theaters are dead. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. Yeah. That kind of just <laughs> shows you everything you need to see right there. And the IP stuff, the superhero stuff, the big budget stuff, That's that's been theaters for the last 15 years. Oh, I know. At, oh, believe exactly. me. Exactly. If, if, you, if you look at the highest grossing movies for the last 15, it's all of those movies. Absolutely. And of course, <laughs> it, it, that just it, the masses, the public kind of drives the theater industry it is what it is but uh, i know i know they ain't going away the superhero movies ain't going away the big budget you know tentpole shit ain't going away mm-hmm. so what makes the money 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 it's true it's true i can't i don't i don't hate it no it's what it is it is what it is 
I'll stick to my my A twenty four indie shit. Those will be my favorite movies. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I need um, that original content, bro. All right, that's gonna do it for the uh, twenty twenty two movie preview. Thanks, Chad, for coming through, detailing that for all of us, letting us know what to expect in the next year. Um, and just for the right, I am a huge fucking day and date fan. Like on the day, get the movie. That's what you mean, right? Like from the uh, consumer point of view, the, <laughs> like the being, day, being yeah. home. Day and date means yeah, it, it releases the same day at your home as your theater. I I've been wanting this for fucking fifteen years. I'm a fan. I've always been a fan. That's not. It's not going to keep me from going to the theater. It'll mm-hmm. keep. It'll force me to watch films that. I might have been, eh, I don't know if I want to spend fucking $30 to go to a movie right now, mm-hmm. you know, but still see the movie. Yeah. So that's, that's the thing. It, it, so how do you, does your opinion change if that day and date model switches to also what HBO Max is doing last year, you got to pay 20 bucks for killers of the flower moon, mm-hmm. the Friday releases, but it's also gonna be in your theater for, you know, 10 bucks a ticket. So does that, does that change your, uh, like stance because that, that that's the big thing right now it's, it's it's obviously always been what the studios will charge for that because uh-huh. hbo max was trying to drive subscribers last year so they did it all for free the studios saw that that didn't really work oh, so there's, there's that, gonna oh that's changing this year hbo max yeah the batman is not going to hbo max the batman has a 45 day window all of hbo yeah all of warner brothers movies have a 45 day window this year okay gotcha, so gotcha. that was a 2021 thing that they did last year to drive subscribers so yeah it's now mo, as of right now and so like disney just moved pixar's newest one turning red to disney plus exclusive like last year they did raya in theaters and on disney plus you had to pay 30 dollars that same weekend so that's that's kind of where I, I don't. I honestly don't. Some smaller studios may do that HBO model. Okay, so I'm going to revise my opinion then because, <laughs> well, I I thought that was going to be like in perpetuity, like HBO Max, gotcha. and, or not in perpetuity, but like I knew it was going to be till the end of 2021, and they were probably mm-hmm. going to revisit and probably extend it for another year. I didn't think they were going to do day and date here. Fucking pay 20 bucks to see it at home. That oh, yeah, that's yeah. going to work for some movies for me, but like. The example that you gave, which is, mm. uh, you know, what I'm not going to say it was a bad example, but it's a Scorsese movie. I'm going to the theater to see Scorsese, you know? Sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, The Matrix Resurrections was the last of the uh, free for at least this year. Yeah, they negotiated with all studios, 45-day windows. And that's what Universal does for most of theirs unless it o- – so if a movie opens under $50 million, um domestically – that movie for Universal will go to streaming 17 days later. If it opens more than that, it gets like a 45, 30 to 45 days. Oh, window. shit. So they have, they have the built-in thresholds for all the... Oh, okay. Oh, yeah, which makes okay. total sense okay. because movies like the 355 that just fucking bomb, there's right. no reason for that to play in theaters for a week because it doesn't. No. It just, the reality is that thing is in and out in two weeks. That's the reality of our the theatrical business. And by, so, by keeping it in the theaters, then they're just fucking losing more money. Correct. So yeah. two, yeah, two weeks after the three five five, you saw that trailer. Oh, what the fuck was that? And then before it was like ninety days. Three months later, oh, that movie I saw a trailer for three months ago is now on digital or streaming. Now it's oh, two weeks later, it's still kind of in the conversation, so they can 
you know, people are still buying it and doing that shit at home. So, yeah, it's, like I said, ever-changing. Shit is always evolving with this yeah. industry. And, mm-hmm. yeah, it kind of is what it is. It's it, it, very interesting times. I think we talked multiple times throughout the pandemic. I'm like, oh, God, shit's dire. Because shit was dire for a long it time. Was, yeah. <laughs> it was, yeah. Yeah, seems to like crawling out of the hole little by little. So, yeah, it's a weird, weird fucking time we're living in. <laughs> Bring back ushers. But- that's what I'll say. Bring back ushers. <laughs> Have them have stun guns. That's the only thing that's going to keep people in the theaters. Bring back Ursher. Usher? The R&B singer? Is that what you're saying? No? Give fucking... Clone them. Give fucking 15 of them. Have them occupy your theaters. And when people fucking start talking or bring up their phone, have them hit them with the fucking stun gun. Yeah, I think... I think that... I was telling... Who was it? Somebody on the staff. I was just saying, like, you guys got to go to better fucking theaters. Like, you got to go to theaters where people actually respect your experience. Because... All the people, I don't know, Pete goes to AMC theaters and shit like that, that people, just, they don't care. They just want your money, okay? Go to these art house or the independent ones that are like, we care oh, about no, your experience. Not, not a lot of, I mean, I moved 45 minutes uh, outside of where I lived before. I don't have an art house theater. Like, no. the closest one is probably 30, 40 minutes away. And I'll, I'll go to it, you know what I mean? Like, it's not sure. a problem to go to it, but... Spur of the moment, like, I have a theater fucking 15 minutes away. I'd rather go to that. Is that the one we went to? That's the one we went to, which Mm. it was a Saturday. It was in the middle of the day, I think. And, Mm -hmm. uh, you know, there are fucking bunch of kids running around. Sure. There were. But, you know, usually when I go, I was the only person in in the theater watching Dune, you know? Like, that was fucking amazing. That's. But I'd like to go to the first showings. First, uh. Yeah, the very first show. The, mat- the, the matinees. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Safe as bet. Safe as bet. Friday, Saturday nights, or thir- Thursday, Friday, Saturday nights, the, the 7 o'clock. Those are obviously the busiest ones. Those are the I, premiere nights. And I cannot it. tell you the last time I've been to a fucking theater on a Thursday, Friday, or Saturday night. It's just, it. I mean, I, I it's got to be more than 10 years. Yeah. I just, mean. just because fuck that. <laughs> People are scumbags. <laughs> I mean, you're not wrong. You're not wrong. Okay, that'll officially close up the 2022 movie preview. A little extended conversation about the future of theaters and how they're going to die. Um, <laughs> no, I never thought they were going to die. It was just going to be a... I don't, I'm not the fucking sky is falling every five seconds person. Mm-hmm. Like it's, I'm, just not, <laughs> I'm just not built that way. Yeah. Um, yeah. Okay, and for anybody else uh, wondering, uh, Pete did get back to me because I did ask him about his feelings about Dave Bautista, and he said, hmm, I wouldn't say yay. I said yay or nay. He goes, hmm, I wouldn't say yay because he's not a draw for me, but I like him in Guardians. So there you go, people. Now you got another t- Pete tidbit. Uh, now you know his feelings about Pete. Dave Bautista. Pete, that enigma, that enigma Pete. Hey, we don't use that word around here, okay? All oh, right, um, 708-406-9546 is the voicemail if you want to leave us a review, ask us a question, anything like that. Patreon.com slash binge media if you want to subscribe to the full binge. And on the full binge this week will be Pete and I's commentary for Jackass the Movie from back in Ooh. 2002. It was an experiment. We um we just didn't know how it would go watching it. As I have a rule about doing comedies for commentaries because then we're just laughing and like <laughs> uh people might as well just watch the movie and laugh, you know? <laughs> so yeah. like I kinda of felt the same way with Jackass, but it turned out to be pretty good. Uh Pete's a huge fan, I'm a huge fan. We talk a lot about uh, you know, the CKY stuff and you know, when we first started watching and all the little tidbits, what we like about all the different skits, some of our fu- 
our favorite skits, things like that. So listen to that on the full binge this week. Uh, Chad, anything else? What did I miss? Fuck CKY. That's what I would say. All right. Fuck CKY. And Jess Margera and Bam Margera. Yeah. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. <laughs> There's a story coming out soon. All right. See you. Ah, uh, You've been listening to the Binge Media Podcast Network at BingeMedia.net. Support the show by donating on Patreon at Patreon.com slash BingeMedia. Subscribe to us on iTunes. Follow us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. And don't forget... Shut up! I'm waiting. I'm gonna suck this old guy's cock.